0: Go in our Bibles to Proverbs chapter number fourteen. Also, if you'll just grab Romans chapter number eight uh, tonight, Romans chapter number eight, and then uh, Proverbs chapter number fourteen, verse thirty-four is where uh, we'll continue with our thoughts from this morning. And uh, I'm thankful for the freedom that we enjoy. And uh, I've uh, really, of all the holidays, you know, um, you know, you can you can preach on mothers for Mother's Day and find a few examples in Scripture of, of moms or fathers. Uh, that uh, influenced their children and of course Christmas uh, lends itself obviously in scripture the gift of Jesus Christ and Resurrection Sunday has quite a bit uh, of scriptures to draw from to be able to preach and uh, because as a preacher uh, and I've been doing this uh, now for a long time and uh, if you you know you preach there's how many weeks are in a year 52 weeks right and uh, at least three sermons a week and a lot of times many more. Uh, there's a lot of preparation that goes into all of that, and, uh, but uh, I've been you know, preaching for a long time, and so there's been a lot, of, uh, a lot of Christmases and a lot of Easter's and a lot of Mother's Day's and uh, a lot of Independence Day's uh, as well. Uh, but uh, the Bible uh, is uh, chock full of Scripture uh, that deals with freedom, uh, the fact that we have been set free ourselves, uh, as, as people, uh, as Jesus has set us free. Uh, and, uh, and, and you could preach on, uh, on that wondrous truth um, uh, every Sunday till the Lord comes back and really never exhaust uh, the Scripture. Liberty and freedom uh, as a principle in the Bible, both from uh, the illustrations of uh, the bondage of God's children and, and what He has done through them in Egypt and setting them free to, of course, what uh, we have, uh, the bondage of sin, have been set free, uh, and uh, so, so there is a bazillion ways I could go in messages uh, when it comes to independence and Independence Day. Uh, and, and I chose to give some background today, a lot of historical background. Uh, and by the way, there's, there's tons and tons and tons more uh, of things that you can read and look up and, uh, and study about uh, the history of our country. And not only the history of our founding fathers, uh, but the Baptist history of America. Uh, I look at our founding fathers and, and some, we of course, we mentioned today in the signers of the, the Declaration of Independence. Uh, and, and their impact influence uh, on our country as a whole uh, but if it weren't for Baptists uh, when you read in, in the history uh, our, our country would be in a mess as well and so there's a lot of Baptists. One, one of the books we've had, I, I had a copy of it in my office. It's, it's been stolen. I get a lot of books stolen from my office. I'm going to put a camera in there, I think, uh, and uh, on my bookshelves, just settled right in on there. And, uh, but the one that was called up uh, by uh, uh, American Crimson Red: a Baptist History of America. it's not like a uh, a, a very easy read. Uh, it's kind of chunky in the sense of where you find things in there. Uh, but uh, there are a lot of church planters and uh, men like Schubel Starnes who planted uh, nearly a thousand churches uh, through the Kentucky area uh, uh, and of our country. All these, uh, our Baptist forefathers uh, had a lot to do with uh, the, the freedoms of, uh, that we get to practice today. So I'm grateful for Founding fathers in general. Uh, I'm also grateful for our Baptist forefathers in America uh, that uh, have influenced uh, our country in such a great way that we can uh, that we can meet and we can have what we have. We have a goodly heritage, uh, is the way that we we communicate that thought. uh, And I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for freedom. Uh, that I enjoy. Uh, and that price uh, was a hefty price uh, that was paid to secure it. We talked this morning uh, about the price that was paid uh, for our freedom, our independence, in relation to uh, those signers and what they had gone through to stand up uh, for what they believe in uh, and the sacrifices that they have made. And there's an obvious parallel that I didn't get into this morning about the price of freedom that's been paid for us. And so I don't want to to not do that. So let's look at a couple of uh, verses uh, here in regards to that. Just just one part, uh, because I I don't want to be too long this afternoon. But in Romans chapter number 8, look at verse number 1. The Bible says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit, For the law of the Spirit of the life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law of sin and death. And what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God sending His own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin condemned sin in the flesh that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh but after the Spirit. Now there's enough doctrine and those four verses to, uh, to preach on for quite a while. Uh, but we've been set free uh, by Jesus Christ. Uh, we were in bondage to sin and, and have been set free uh, through Him. We have liberty uh, in Christ, not to consume that liberty uh, in a way that's uh, for ourselves and uh, to, uh, to self-promote or to self-whatever, uh, but to use that liberty not as an occasion of the flesh, but to serve uh, one another. Uh, and when I read what Jesus Christ has done and how He has set me free from the law of sin and death, uh, there's an idea in Scripture that for us to go back to the, what the Bible describes, the weak and beggarly elements or uh, to uh, uh, remember Lot's wife, we've been set free from stuff. And so it's, weird, it's, it's sinful uh, and, and really, um, uh, you know, I guess uh, it befuddles me. Uh, why a Christian who's been set free from that would just go back to it. Uh, but there's, the same is true about, about uh, our country. Uh, you know, it's, it's crazy to me uh, that we have so many people in our country uh, that want socialism, uh, that, that, that want communism. Uh, the things that our men and women died for to save us from uh, and to secure our liberties are the same things that people uh, are calling for uh, in our country today. Uh, to go back to uh, a, a system, uh, we're not going back to it in America, but to go to a system uh, like that, it just, it just, it's mind-blowing uh, that people would even want that. Uh, and, uh, but just as crazy as that thought is, to me, uh, it is crazy for uh, a Christian who has, uh, who has seen the price of freedom paid uh, in their own life. Their account uh, has been settled uh, long ago uh, to just go back to, uh, to a life uh, that Jesus saved them from uh, is just uh, uh, it's, it's extraordinary. Uh, that somebody would do that God paid the ultimate price uh, in sending his son Christ uh, gave the ultimate sacrifice and it's through this this sacrifice that our freedom spiritually uh, was secured our freedom from sin uh, and the freedom from death but just as I mentioned this morning there's pitfalls uh, to freedom uh, we see that in our country right now. And, uh, and I believe part of that reason is because we tend to forget the source of freedom and then we abuse its privileges as we forget how our country was founded, as we forget the sacrifices that were made. And, and it doesn't matter what movement, uh, by the way, whether it's, uh, it's a Black Lives movement or if it's Antifa uh, or whatever types of movements uh, 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 that are uh, good movements, bad movements, however you look at them. Uh, the, the, uh, the, the idea uh, that we have forgotten uh, where we've come from, I think, kind of perseverates that and pushes that whole narrative. Uh, and, uh, uh, and as I mentioned, I thought I'd mentioned in Sunday school or even in the morning service, uh, the slavery, for example, slavery was a worldwide thing. Uh, and if you look that up uh, at the history of it, uh, there's all, all of us uh, at one point or the other have had ancestors, if we believe in the one blood, uh, uh, the parts of scripture have had ancestors that have been enslaved. Uh, and, uh, and Christians through the Middle Ages, many of them uh, were enslaved by, uh, uh, by the Catholic Church uh, and, and all of that. So when you read history, you discover a whole lot of things. Uh, but what we don't want to do uh, is, is deny history and change history because we will forget uh, the, the, the price that has been paid uh, to secure. And, and we do that spiritually uh, with a cloak of maliciousness. We, uh, we're entangled. Again, the Bible says in Galatians chapter number 5, uh, Romans 6 speaks of the fact that being made free from sin, you become the servants of righteousness. Uh, and that uh, we're to no longer uh, serve sin. We've been set free from that. So there's pitfalls. The pitfalls come when we forget what Jesus did for us. The pitfalls come when we forget what our founding fathers have done for us and many others, uh, not including them, uh, that uh, when we push that aside uh, and we just go, you know, really what... um, I'm kind of glad uh, in one way that this whole... Uh, a Chaz thing, Chop thing happened in Seattle. Uh, we've been the laughing stock of the country in, in many respects because of that. Uh, the Seattle Police Department uh, has been a laughing stock uh, among law enforcement agencies, and uh, and I've had many officers from different different agencies give testimony to uh, those types of thoughts. Uh, but uh, but it was a failure, uh, and it shows exactly uh, what would happen if that type of life and. Uh, in organization or or government or lack of government was to be in place and so uh, it's one of the reasons why a lot of the mainstream media didn't cover it like they should uh, because it was a it was a failure from the get-go and everybody knows it Uh, socialism and communism and all that stuff has been a failed endeavor everywhere uh, on this earth that has been attempted and so we forget uh, and when we forget uh, we spin and spiral backwards into uh, to life as it was uh, before. Uh, and of course, the purpose of freedom spiritually for us uh, is uh, with freedom comes responsibility. And, uh, and we're to stand in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free. Uh, and uh, we're to serve one another. The uh, Bible's full of those verses. And we're to sacrifice. Uh, and the Bible says, which is my uh, life's verse, uh, that I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, uh, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live by the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me uh, and gave himself for me. Now, in Proverbs chapter number 14, verse 34, we read this morning. We'll read again. Righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. It's 244. Uh, and let me give you these just real quick uh, here tonight. Uh, history. Uh, is littered uh, with the echoes of failed nations. Um, one that in the Bible that sticks out to me is the city of Nineveh, uh, and uh, and all that they stood for and had done, and uh, and, uh, and their uh, sin against God and sin against people uh, that uh, they their. Uh, Rain, if you will, or their kind of time in the sun, their 15 minutes of fame, if you will, it was short lived because they just failed. Uh, to, uh, to obey God, obviously, uh, and they were judged and, and they repented. And we praise the Lord for that. And uh, jo- uh, Jonah didn't want that to happen. But uh, you think of the Egyptian dynasties, the, uh, the, uh, you think of Greece, the Roman Empire, uh, and on and on and on. There have been many, many failed societies. Uh, and, and not just because of uh, you know, uh, society is just naturally dying out, uh, and uh, as we read about with some types of, uh, of people groups or, uh, or nations, uh, there have been a lot that God has just simply judged, and they've been destroyed. Uh, we read about them over and over in the Bible, uh, and uh, there's a part of me wishes God just like, you know, fire and brimstone, just rain down on some uh, place and pff, just make a parking lot out of it, uh, and, uh, and that, would be, that would be something else. Uh, but God doesn't do that kind of a thing uh, right now. I mean, we're going to see judgment and we're going to see uh, a lot of, uh, uh, of things in the future, uh, but God just doesn't deal with us that way. Uh, but, uh, but, the, but history, uh, when you read it, you'll find nation after nation. And by the way, they were destroyed for many of the things that we do uh, as a nation. Uh, primarily, uh, you read about uh, nations that sacrifice their children. Uh, uh, to false gods uh, and killed their children. God swiftly judged them. Uh, and uh, we, we kill millions uh, of children uh, in this country. Uh, and, uh, and it's a plague on our country. Uh, and it's such a, um, for me, a no-brainer uh, when it comes to politics. Uh, as a Bible-believing Christian, uh, you cannot, cannot, cannot be a Bible-believing Christian and, and follow and vote for a platform that condones and accepts that type of behavior, period. I, there's, not one, there's not a way that you can excuse it, justify it, uh, or whatever. Uh, and, uh, and we can pick, we can pick apart uh, politics and platforms uh, till we're blue in the face, uh, but that's a, that's a deal-breaker. Uh, and that's murder, uh, and, uh, and our country will be judged uh, for it uh, and, uh, and judged severely uh, for it uh, and we may be seeing part of that already beginning uh, in many respects uh, with what's going on uh, so failed nations uh, but, uh, but the Bible says righteousness exalts a nation and that, that uh, implies a couple of things. Righteousness uh, implies, number one, implies sovereignty. Um, we, uh, of course, uh, we believe in King Jesus. Amen. And uh, we believe in a sovereign God. uh, And the righteousness that the Bible says exalts a nation... Uh, is a righteousness that comes from that sovereign God and His Word. It implies a standard, uh, and that standard is the Bible. Uh, We have a standard of freedom in our country that comes through our Constitution and uh, in things that we've mentioned today, uh, but the ultimate standard is the Word of God. Our church has a a Constitution and bylaws, and we run things by that, uh, but where it uh, would conflict with Scripture, the Scripture Always would uh, would win uh, because the standard is the Bible. That's the plumb line. Uh, that is that's what uh, we measure everything by. We can't measure ourselves amongst ourselves. The Bible says that's unwise. We we can't necessarily compare our country to another country. We do uh, in a lot of respects. We compare, uh, you know, uh, gross domestic product uh, and we, we compare statistics about this and that. Statistics is every day in the news. Polls uh, in this and that. By the way, have any of you ever been uh, asked a question for a poll? I always wonder uh, if I'll ever run into a person uh, that's ever been. Polls say this and percentage that. uh, And I'm like, nobody's ever asked me anything. And so I don't put any stock uh, in those types of polls. Uh, But we compare uh, states. We compare countries. We compare all these different things. But the standard uh, is the word of God. So we can look at our country and say we're blessed as we compare our country to many other countries. Uh, but, uh, but that's, their other countries are not the standard and we're not the standard. Uh, the standard is the word of God. So righteousness exalts a nation, uh, implies a uh, sovereignty, it implies a standard, it implies a straightness, uh, a way, a narrow way, a, a God way, uh, that, uh, that it's not just this broad path that everybody seems uh, to be okay with. Uh, there's this idea and that idea and we've got to do this and uh, everything from Global warming and not global warming, COVID, wear a mask, don't wear a mask, uh, and, uh, and on and on. Uh, every day something changes. Uh, it used to be eggs were bad for you, now they're good for you. Don't drink coffee, it'll, it'll, uh, it'll hurt you. Drink as much as you can. Uh, everything changes, but God doesn't change. Uh, and uh, so righteousness implies a sovereignty, a standard, and a straightness. Number two, uh, it, inv- it implies a reward. Righteousness exalts... Uh, a nation, Uh, that means that uh, that nation would be set apart. Uh, That means that that nation would have safety and strength uh, that would come from uh, a holy God. Uh, The reason why God uh, in Scripture would fight for uh, His people or, uh, you know, if if God be for us, who can be against us? All that comes through righteousness. But when we live outside of the standard of the word of God as an individual, we can come out from behind the hedge of protection that God has for us. We're protected by this. When we set boundaries and standards and things up from the word of God, we're protected from a whole lot of things. And that's a God thing. That's what God does. But when we step outside of that and we sin and we just go our way, we don't have that promise. God says He'll never leave us nor forsake us. We always have the promise of the presence of God in our life. But we're not always walking with Him. Uh, and uh, and we're not always, uh, you know. Uh, uh, there's times where I can say, "Me and God we're just like this." Uh, and uh, but there's days that I can't say that uh, because I've uh, I've reproached His name, or I've uh, sinned against Him, or uh, or I've I'm not leading a spirit filled life and living in the flesh. Uh, I am. Uh, I'll have days to where uh, where it's like you know uh, you think about life differently, and uh, and you get. Uh, you get upset or depressed and discouraged. I mean, uh, we're human beings, uh, but, uh, but we don't have a, a 100% promise from God that God's going to bail us out of every circumstance we get ourselves into uh, and, uh, and that He's just going to do all those things. I'm thankful that His presence is with me always, uh, and, uh, but, uh, but it's up to me uh, in many respects if I'm going to walk with Him. So there's a reward righteousness exalts. It's how God blesses and sets apart. When we find people in countries, nations that obeyed God, we see the prosperity of God. And when we look at America and its founding in why, in who, and how, and God just runs all the way through all of that. Uh, and when we begin to, okay, we can't pray in schools and we can't do this and uh, let's this and now you can't. Uh, and uh, you begin to remove the things that made us a great country from the beginning. Uh, it's, we're destined for failure. Righteous exalts. So righteousness implies sovereignty, a standard in straightness. Uh, a reward exalteth means that we've been set apart, safe and strong. But then we see uh, number three, uh, a revolt. But sin uh, is a reproach. To any nation, I believe that our country is filled with people who have undisciplined aim, and what I mean by that is that they have uh, they have no direction. Uh, think about if you're an atheistic evolutionist; uh, you just believe that uh, you're a product of evolution, uh, and uh, you've not been created in the image of God. Uh, then uh, you'll behave uh, the same. Uh, and uh, if, there's, if there's nothing bigger than what we have right now, then just live it up. Um, someone who, who believes that they're not going to stand uh, before a, a righteous and holy God at the judgment seat uh, will do whatever it is that they want to do. Uh, so when crowds tear into things and uh, people steal and hurt and whatever, I mean, that's really, uh, that's really what life would be without the without the. Uh, the boundaries that God sets from His Word. Uh, if it's survival of the fittest uh, and, uh, and on and on and on, uh, natural selection, <laughs> uh, there, you know, uh, there is uh, a lot to be said from that belief system uh, that uh, if we were left to that, man, things would be a whole lot worse. It'd be, it'd be every, every state, every city uh, would be chopped uh, in Chaz. Uh, if we're left to our own demise with no structure and liberty and we're just not going to have the police and, uh, and, uh, and all that craziness, that worked out really well, didn't it? Uh, and uh, there, is a, uh, there is undisciplined aim. There's unwise assurance, um, dependence on self, uh, the, the belief that, uh, that you can do anything if you set your mind to it, there's some a modicum of truth uh, to that. Uh, but uh, but uh, we're not to place our trust in self, our own abilities. It's to be uh, obviously placed uh, in, in the Lord, uh, but they have an unwise assurance. Uh, you think of uh, uh, the idea of, you know, um, we're just going to have a, a, a co-op, a cop-free co-op. Uh, and, uh, uh, and, and really, I mean, they ran out of food like the first day. Uh, and, uh, and they're putting up things, please you know, send us this and send us that and, and on and on and on and on. Uh, the idea of commune, uh, communism uh, to that respect uh, has failed everywhere. It wasn't gonna, it wasn't gonna thrive uh, here in the Seattle area. Uh, they had an unwise uh, or an undisciplined aimed, unwise assurance, uh, and then I believe another reason we see the sin that we do uh, is because of ungrateful actions. If we're to take the time to go to Romans 1, uh, we would see um, the, uh, the fact that when we begin to worship the creation more than the creator, uh, when we're not grateful in our heart that God turns us over uh, to reprobation. And, uh, and, uh, and, and that's really um, what we see uh, in our country uh, is uh, a, a reproach of God, uh, a, just a, a sin against Him and a reprobation uh, that uh, is uh, just really sad to see. Number four, and quickly, and we're done, Uh, we find also a reproach. Righteousness exalts a nation, implies sovereignty, standard, and straightness. Uh, The reward, exalting, set apart, safe, and strong. Uh, We find the revolt, the sin uh, that is there because of undisciplined aim, unwise assurance, and ungrateful actions. And then lastly, a reproach uh, says that they uh, are a reproach to any people. Uh, That means that they're dishonored. Uh, They dishonor God, they dishonor themselves. Uh, they're defeated. Uh, they'll suffer at the hands of the enemy. They'll find themselves in bondage to, uh, to, to people, but also uh, to ideas uh, and uh, the like. Uh, it is a reproach, uh, dishonor, uh, and a defeat. So the purpose of freedom as a Christian, uh, obviously, is that we could bring glory to God uh, with our lives so we can be saved, tell people about Jesus, uh, live a life uh, of, of righteousness uh, on this earth while God has us here so that people see uh, our righteousness uh, and our works and glorify uh, our Heavenly Father. That's the reason you've been set free from sin, uh, to no longer serve uh, the flesh and no longer serve uh, the sin of the past, but to serve, uh, serve God. Uh, and I also believe that the purpose of freedom in America uh, one of the things, one of the benefits, uh, or uh, I guess results of uh, the freedom that we have in America is that we have been uh, a missionary agency uh, for this world to send uh, people, missionaries, church planters everywhere, uh, and uh, and it seems now we just meet, we need more to come here. Um, in fact, I have uh, I'll just throw this out there. One of the it's not a standard or principle or whatever, but it's kind of like a uh, a rule or whatever. In our missions policy, is I don't really support nationals uh, uh, on a on a field. So let's say in the Philippines, uh, there's a national uh, man, a pastor there, pastor in Antipolo, uh, and uh, and he wants to come to America and raise money uh, to to pastor there. We don't. There's just way too many uh, for us to do that. We'll help people with a project or whatever, but we don't support nationals. Uh, we, we want those churches. Uh, and, and part of it, not to get bogged down, part of it is because, uh, a, 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 say, a Filipino pastor uh, who, could, who could live or is used to living on an income in the Philippines uh, might come here and raise the amount of money to live like an American in the Philippines. Are you following me? And, uh, and so there's a lot of nuances. But you know what I probably would support? A Filipino mission, missionary that leaves the Philippines to come plant the church in Seattle, uh, because 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 our, our cities are dying and going to hell, and we and we're, and we're not reaching them, and so if, if somebody's like you know uh, there's church planting missionary to Seattle uh, from you know from Sri Lanka, I'd be like all over that, <laughs> uh, because we would need we we need more of that, uh, but. We don't have it, and, uh, and so it's our responsibility to reach into our communities uh, with the gospel. That's why God has set us free and why we as Americans are blessed to be able to, to be here and to prosper uh, and uh, for us to, uh, to spread the gospel uh, to the regions beyond uh, with missionary giving and missionary sending uh, and, uh, and that's a, a privilege that we have here. God, I'll let you on a secret. I don't believe that, uh, for me anyways, um, God didn't, I don't believe, God didn't have me born uh, here in America so that I can just live out the American dream uh, and, uh, and just live and die in, as an American. I don't think that's the legacy that God wants any of us to, to, to have uh, and just live and pay bills and die. Uh, and uh, it's got to be something bigger than ourselves. Uh, And I believe that uh, all of you here know exactly what that is. We just got to start living it, that's all. We just got to start behaving that way, uh, the way that our beliefs uh, teach us. Uh, It's 3 o'clock, let's all stand. And I want to challenge you to, again, look into secular history of our country and why uh, it was established and who did that. Uh, and, uh, but then also uh, be very mindful uh, that uh, you have a liberty here spiritually if you've been saved uh, that God wants you to, uh, to not use, it, again, as an occasion of the flesh, but to serve one another. Who are you serving? Are you serving God or are you serving others with the liberty that you have? Uh, I'm thankful uh, of who I am in Christ. I'm thankful that I, I'm an American uh, but with those liberties and freedoms come great responsibility, uh, and I want to live that out for the Lord. As the piano begins to play, if God's spoken to your heart, just spend a few minutes in prayer uh, today and say, God, help me be more grateful uh, for my liberty and freedom. Uh, maybe, maybe God's revealed to you that um, you're an abuser of the grace of God in your life. And what I mean by that is you sin and sin and sin. Just, uh, you know God's forgiven you. Uh, and you, uh, you are approaching the freedom and liberty that you have in Him in a very uh, unbiblical, improper way. And, uh, and you just give that to the Lord and say, I don't want to live that way uh, anymore.